2: Hello and welcome to episode twenty-one of the AI Comic Pod. It's your usual host, as always, myself Rory Greenfield and Stu Bridson. How are you doing, mate? Hello, I'm very good. It's nice to be back. It is lovely to be back. So we are here this week. Uh, we were going to be looking at Suicide Squad, but we put that back a, a just a little bit because San Diego Comic Con has officially blown our minds with the amount of content that came out of it. Really, so. There was a couple of days over the weekend. Literally, my whole timeline was exploding with new trailers and new articles and new promo and uh, pictures and stuff. It's it's such a huge event, and I, we just thought it'd be good to to cover it really. So, yeah, any
1: thoughts on that, Stu? Um, I, I said earlier on today that I, I think this is the best Comic Con that I've I've seen. I I can't ever remember a time. Where there's been this many videos, this many trailers no. and teasers coming out. Normally there's, there's a few, but this is, I mean, we've written down a little, a little sort of itinerary of what we're going to cover and we're talking like 15 plus items. And normally I would be thinking, well, we've seen a bit of Arrow, a bit of Flash and a couple of films, but we've got multiple films. We've got multiple TV shows. There's even a couple of games that are in there and even the things that there isn't any footage for. They've still managed to whip up the hype. Which itself is quite impressive. To get hype just off a teaser, I think is always impressive because you've not wow. shown anyone anything. You've just given them the idea. Say, for example, one of the things we'll, we'll look at is the defenders from Netflix and Marvel. There's no actual yeah. footage because it doesn't exist. They haven't started filming yet. It's got people frothing at the mouth because they've just said it's coming and they've just, you know, a couple of little nuggets of information out there. And that's all it takes.
2: It's the same with Daredevil season three because, you know, we, we all knew it was going to happen, but we didn't really know if it was going to happen anytime soon. I mean, when we talked about it before, we thought, well, they'll do Luke Cage and they'll do another Jessica Jones and then they'll do Iron Fist. Iron Fist. But it would seem to me, like just from, from what's going on, that maybe it is Iron Fist and, and Luke Cage obviously coming soon. And then. Daredevil comes before the defendants and then maybe season two of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Maybe maybe Jessica Jones for them maybe doesn't have the story to kick it on another level without bringing in those other
1: elements because... That's sort of what I'm thinking. I forget who it was we were speaking to about it but whenever you look anywhere it's expected that there's going to be a second season of Jessica Jones but it's never been officially confirmed and it doesn't really exist anywhere on any timeline so at the minute it's pure guesswork i mean we've we may as well just dive straight in we've obviously started with yeah. daredevil season 3 the teaser doesn't really show anything does it it's just it shows
2: nothing at all exactly it, it, it just it just it's just a confirmation of of it's coming which in itself is quite a big deal really because I, I i thought we'd have to wait a couple of years and actually, I, I, more than likely, it's going to come out next
1: year. Which you wouldn't, are,
2: yeah. you wouldn't tease
1: it now if it's not coming out next year. No, you, it wouldn't make sense. You, you, you don't do that to people. You can't string them along for that long. No, so and even
2: if it was say autumn next year, you wouldn't have thought they'd tease it until maybe, maybe even Comic Con next year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, well, you know they, they
1: might have done by that stage, but or at equally, least you'd leave it till the end of the end of this year, maybe. Easter next teaser, year, something the like of, of or something like that. the
2: end of defendants, or, I mean, the end of Luke Cage or the end of, you know,
1: they'd probably do it some way. Well, yeah, because that's what they did with Luke Cage, isn't it? The first official yeah. footage of Luke Cage came right after the last episode of Jessica Jones, and that was a brilliant way of doing it because it was an unexpected teaser. They don't have to release these things at Comic-Con. It makes sense to do it because you've got the eyes of the world, you know, the whole nerd community is yeah. looking. Yeah,
2: there's talk of Netflix kind of struggling a little bit. Really? Um, yeah, which surprised me. There was some some figures announced and they were struggling a little bit. And I, it does shock me because obviously, you know, we, we're big fans of Stranger Things and um, obviously huge fans of the Marvel kind of areas and all the kind of self-produced Netflix stuff,
1: I think, is fantastic. Well, you look at Making a Murderer. Making a Murderer must have done wonders for their, their subscription. Well, figures. yeah,
2: exactly. They said they were struggling. Uh, well, there, some figures came out and then Making a Murderer 2 was announced. The same day or the next day so there's some kind of rumors but it's it's typical kind of internet stuff but i do think you know they they probably want to make the most of marvel we we said that if they get the opportunity they'll release as much as they can get licensed to produce do you know what i mean and and do it properly so yeah daredevil while it was a bit of a surprise that came so soon it's obviously a very welcome surprise but you know i think it's their big one isn't it for for Marvel stakes. I mean, they're hoping that Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and and Iron and the defendants go on to be huge. But I think Daredevil is the one that has got all the interest. That's the one that's got all the hype. Do you know, yeah, that's it, it that's is. a real popular one that's 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 come out of nowhere really and being their big hit. So I think I think it makes sense to keep on that keep on that train. And I think it to produce. I don't know how long the production is on these kind of series. They can't be movie-length productions. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't of...
1: seem that long. It, no. it, it, I, I think that the lead-in seems to be months. You know, just a, a few months here and there. Cause it, they, oh, yeah,
2: it, I don't think it. I think they could probably do it. They probably shoot in four weeks. Yeah. Because
1: I mean, the, the it's action not a sequences.
2: Budget, is it? The action sequences obviously take more. But if you look at a Daredevil series, a lot of it is script. A lot of it's time with certain characters on screen.
1: And and it's not you CGI, know. is it? Because they're not using... Well, no. so, so far there's not really been much in the way of powers. That's going to change with Iron Fist. Because yes. that Iron Fist is going to really, really cement the the mystical and the, the, the magical power side of things. So that's going to have little bits well, of...
2: Well, yeah, let's talk Iron Fist then. Because the Iron Fist trailer, it didn't blow me away, but it interested me,
1: I'll, I'll say that. I, I, I'm I'm quite interested because he is a very he is a very interesting character. Luke Cage is pretty straightforward. He's he's very strong. He's got impervious that, skin. So that trailer that trailer is awesome. It looked really it, it, it's hard it to watch. Me that they not used Wu Tang
2: on the trailer. It, it didn't quite fit with the kind of style I was expecting. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. those
1: scenes when he rips off the car door um, and then uses it to wrap someone in after he's been trying to shoot him.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty awesome trailer. It's obviously taken straight out of what looks like an incredible scene, I would imagine. It, look, it looks like it's
1: going to be similar to Daredevil's hallway scene, doesn't it? Yeah. It's almost like this is becoming their their thing, now every character gets a hallway scene, because the Punisher had his in the prison, Daredevil's had two, and this certainly looks like Luke Cage has gone from one end of a building to the other, kicking down gates and just getting absolutely destroyed with bullets, but He's impervious, and then yeah. Iron Fist is going to bring in a whole new different edge. But none of them really are using massive amounts of CGI. It's all obviously choreographed scenes. I think, por- that's, what we, fight I think scenes. that's
2: what we liked about Daredevil as
1: well, isn't it? I mean, it's more when... real. It's more relatable to see, you know, when someone yeah. does a backflip, you know that it's a trained stuntman rather than, say, when you see Spider-Man doing it and you know that it's a CGI wireframe or something that's being tossed around. I think we
2: we said there was some criticism, a little bit, of Jessica Jones and her fighting abilities at times. Same was said for Elektra in the last series, you know, by you and Kalon a little bit. But, But in fairness... To, you know that's only gonna kind of keep developing and, and I think the scenes with and I'll, I won't remember his name but the British actor that plays Matt Murdock, uh plays Daredevil Charlie um, there you go I think he, I think he's legitimately done a lot of work and his, his, his you know
1: scenes action seems really good he, um, he's very believable and it's certainly more so in the second and yeah. he, he looks, oh, no, 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 he looks right like he's up, up a little bit
2: yeah, he looked he looked more in in tune with the part a little bit, more comfortable maybe, yeah. and that only that's only natural. Do you know what I mean? It's I, and I, I'd imagine it'll go on. And Daredevil is is probably my favourite produced series of the last few years, to be honest, it, especially in this genre. But maybe if of anything, it's just it's just such a standout thing. So if they can bring those elements, I mean, I like Luke Cage's character in Jessica Jones. I thought he was good. I thought there was interest there. Good bit of backstory which it's obviously going to go into more depth with. And then, you know, I don't know a lot about Iron Fist and I don't know really how they're all going to come together. But I think if you, if you trust Netflix to get it right, which, which we clearly do, then obviously it's going to be a really good mix of things. And they've already started kind of joining the, the areas of the, the city, do you know what I mean? And linking the stories. And I think, it's going, to be, it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, your speculation, presumably they join forces and take on the Hand, but it might be yeah. something
1: else. Well, I, I think this is why Iron Fist is the final piece in the puzzle because we've, we've only really, in, in Daredevil Season 2, and we will move on shortly after this, it was only really in Daredevil Season 2 that they've started looking at occult stuff with all the, the Electra stuff, and she's some kind of a mystical force in the Hand wants her because they want to control her. Yeah. Iron Fist gets his power by plunging his hand into the heart of a dead dragon. So they're they're really going into into it. But I think what they need to do is they'll introduce Luke Cage, and I wouldn't be surprised if Daredevil wasn't in Luke Cage with Jessica Jones. Then I think everyone's going to appear in Iron Fist, but then I'm thinking it's going to be Daredevil Season 2 because I don't think they can just show Iron Fist, then straight away, oh, look, we're all super pals now, we're all together. I think yeah, they, I agree. They need that stopgap in between to sort of let everything settle, and then they have all four of them in Daredevil, and then whatever happens in the finale of Daredevil sets up episode one of the Defenders. As you've said, that the key thing is we, and I'm sure the majority of other fans of this, trust Netflix to get it right because so far they haven't put a foot wrong, so that there's there's no reason to give them anything other than huge amounts of of respect and trust.
2: I think it's sticking on the, the mystical element, if we're going to stick with Marvel for a little bit. So there was a new Doctor Strange trailer. Yes. you got to see a little bit more of Cumberbatch as as the Doctor, which I thought was pretty cool, actually, because obviously that's a big part of it. And, you know, a lot is going to be about his backstory and, and the reason he can't operate anymore, the reason he gets his powers. So I thought that was good. But then... Uh, our great friend Marco Lopez kind of posted it as Inception meets Marvel, because the rest of the trailer is pretty mind-bendingly yeah. incredible. S-
1: some of the graphics they've got when they've got, um, it's Michael Michael Madsen, isn't it, playing the villain? And you, oh, is it? Oh,
2: that's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah,
1: and yeah. you've you've got like a, a city landscape and it's folding in on itself, and you've got yeah. like it's it's wrapping around and going inside its own arse, and it. It looks very tricky. I'm not sure how
2: they pitched it
1: like that. I think that's exactly how they did it. It's going to go inside its own arse. That's it. So, the yeah, it, the only thing I'm not convinced about by Doctor Strange, and it is only a very small thing, is simply his accent. I would much prefer that they just sort of gone, you know what? Just let him be British. Because he yeah, has I, got I'm with such you. a brilliant voice. It's so recognisable. But I, I wonder if maybe they were concerned that he could just look as though he was being um, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes.
2: Yeah, I think there's elements to that. But Which is understandable. But he, but he wouldn't play it the same way. I oh, mean, God, he, no. He, he's such a talented actor that if you see him in different films, he's never the same, you know, he's never Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I mean, look, I, I really love Robert Downey Jr., but there are times where you can pick him up out of the, the Iron Man suit, put him in Sherlock Holmes and go. Yeah, it's just the same guy doing the same role at times. I mean, there's different elements, but it's that kind of cheeky nature and the way you deliver things. I think Cumberbatch plays a villain quite commonly as well in Hollywood. So he's kind of slightly, he's not really typecast. And I, yeah, I think he can pull it off. Uh, you're right, their voice is always a concern when they have to put on an accent and mask their true, you know, what makes him special. But I, I think it'll be great. I think it looks interesting. I, I like Tilda Swinton defies opinion a little bit. She's a bit Marmite in a lot of the films she's in, but I think she'll probably work well in this.
1: Um, I I think she's very good. I think it was a good appointment. The the thing that seems to have pissed off a lot of people was... Because it was an Asian
2: actor in the comics. Yeah, because it it, should be.
1: It it should be somebody from... Oh, It should be Tibetan. Yeah. And and they were worried that... uh, I mean, their understanding, I, I think I've spoken about it before, that... It was supposed to be a Tibetan actor, but they were concerned, well, I'm gone. there's not really any Tibetan actors, you know, of the caliber or of the, the talent that we want. And no. we can't use somebody who's Chinese because then we're going to lose the whole Chinese market, which is billions, potentially, a, you know, a billion well, dollar Well, exactly. Industry.
2: And I mean, in and terms
1: the, of like... And it's not like it's, the, it's not like it's the the whitewashing term, is it? I, I would understand the fume if they'd gone for a white guy, but they've completely thrown the, the mould out the window and gone, you know what, it's a white person but it's a woman so that's completely turned yeah. it on its head but also the the uh the, oh, the what's the bloody name it's something like the the old one or the sacred one or whatever it yeah. isn't, isn't necessarily a person so much as it's a title so there's nothing yeah. to say that it couldn't be a white woman or a black woman well guy that's the way or, they've
2: kind of that's the way they kind of played it i mean that's the thing if you look at like prominent asian actors within hollywood a lot of kind of have, maybe Japanese origin, you know, there, there isn't always a great deal of, of Chinese or, you know, actors in those kind of areas. So it would be hard to get one who fit the bill. I mean, a prominent actor uh, who's in Batman and a lot of films in, in Inception is, is Ken Watanabe, who is a really good actor. Um, he's, he's supposed to be Raz Al He's like Raz Al fake, uh, you know, uh, misdirection in in that in the first kind of Batman Begins film. All oh, right. Um, oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember,
2: yeah. And he's in Inception and he's in Last Samurai and he's quite a prominent actor. You know, he's probably one of the most famous actors from uh, from kind of East Asia. You know, that that region of the world. But if they if they deploy the Japanese guy in that role, do you know what I mean? Then, like you said, the Chinese market would probably be even more.
1: Yeah, it, it, because you can, you can see sidestepping it, can't you? Because you don't want. When you're promoting a film and you're going on promo tours all over the world, the last thing you want to do is put your foot in a big old a a political debate that you know gets. Let's just say it gets a little bit heated. To you know, to mildly understate it. So why bother? Why create that rod for your own back? And it's not just about the profits, although let's be honest, it's certainly partially about the profits. You just don't want the negative press. You don't want people to be saying that you've been racially insensitive and that you've been. No, and I don't
2: think. I mean, it's not a debate we should really get into depth with, really, but, you know, I don't think Marvel does shy away. You know, you've got a Black Panther movie coming out.
1: You've got so Captain, Captain cast. Marvel.
2: Yeah, you know, female leads, like I was going to say, you know, and uh, Falcon, and it's not like, I don't think there's a big... I, I think people like to jump on the back of things. Oh, absolutely. Of
1: things well, and, people course a the so. don't they?
2: Well, they do, yeah, exactly, and us big Liverpool fans know all about that. And well, I am to me now.
1: Roberto exactly, Camino.
2: and it's one of those things, isn't it? Man? You just have to kind of let it ride, and I don't think Marvel see it as a as an issue really. They just get on and do their thing, and that's, that's not bad for us. Yeah. Um, you briefly touched on it there, Captain Marvel.
1: Yes, not not exactly a secret, really, that this is being No, confirmed. no, 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 no. Did you see uh, Brie Larson's tweet? I did. <laughs> are you, are you talking, the one where she shared the picture that somebody has done of her in in a Captain Marvel outfit.
2: Now, it was one that she tweeted to to Chris Evans.
1: Um, oh, yeah, where she said, I'm, I'm the captain now. Yeah. 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 So I quite like that because
2: mm. she's, I, I spoke about it before. Um, I think she's an absolutely incredible actress. I think she's one of those actresses. She's incredibly young as well. I think she's like 26. One of those actresses won an Oscar uh, last year. And she's one of those that can probably divide. The kind of indie niche market with mainstream film a little bit because she, she's quite versatile. She's not going to be Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, is she? No, or is she? No, that's someone not, interested not as well. That I've heard. That's Alicia Vikander, actually. I just remembered
1: of, uh, what's the robot film where well, she's a robot? Oh, um, ex machina. Yes. So that's a. I think it's um, Machina. Someone told me it's Machina rather than X Machina. Probably ex,
2: I, I think it's, it, someone did say, I think it might be Machina, but anyway. Um, so she's, she's too great. So I think Brie was up for that role, um, all this. And I think this is probably the better fit, but I, they're both pretty talented actresses. And, and I think she'd be great. She seems really up for it, which is good because, like I said, she does some pretty harrowing dark indie roles. It's not common for a girl to jump from that level of, Cinema to to mass mainstream, but
1: you know we've seen others do it, and we we've waxed lyrical in the past about Marvel. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, based Casting. on based on the last eight years, whenever they put someone in, certainly when they put someone in as a lead, they yes. pretty much get it bang on every time. So it, and they've been pursuing her for months. So they oh, like, yeah. like they were doing with Benedict Cumberbatch for for Doctor Strange they wanted Brie Larson by the sounds of things and they were prepared to to sit and negotiate and talk and they must have been hashing this out to make sure that they were happy with her and, and commitments and she was happy with them and I don't think a script has even begun to be written yet but they must have a framework in mind of you know, it's going to take place on Earth, but also in space, there's going to be yeah, 20 it's, minutes during our review.
2: When's it rumoured for? 2019.
1: Um, yeah, so, so. It, it's coming right at the arse end of, of Phase 4, I think.
2: It might be, yeah, it's probably getting that way. No, sorry, fa-
1: Phase 3, beg your pardon. Oh, is it going to
2: be within 3? Okay. I,
1: I think it is. I'm just trying to find a a thing now, but yeah, the, the, there's no, there's nothing really that we've we've seen that I, I would say should make anyone worry that that this isn't going to be the right cast and that, that this is going to be anything other than incredible. Um, and you're right, it, it's it's scheduled for March the eighth, two thousand and nineteen, and then two months later is the second part of Infinity Wars. Well,
2: she's, I mean,
1: so she yeah, she's not. There's even be... a
2: there's even a Lego set where Captain Marvel iron man and and someone else go to space to to meet thanos so even if that's doing a a massive lego spoiler you know which it's not but like you know she's going to be involved i think you can you can tell she's going to be involved in the second part of the infinity wars yeah
1: well she'll certainly be in the second part but she could even be in the first i mean it could she might
2: have a small role but there's something they've got to fit in that i just don't know if they they will, but they might introduce it. They're quite good at introducing people, aren't they? Let's be fair. Yeah,
1: so, so all we've got in between Infinity Wars 1 and 2 is Ant-Man and, Ant-Man and the Wasp, then Captain Marvel, then it's straight into um, number 2.
2: Ant-Man and the Wasp going to be good as well. Yeah. Man.
1: I, I watched Ant-Man again the other day. It's such a good film. And speaking of, of Marvel Phase 3, that seems to lend itself to... We'll do, we'll, we'll do Spider-Man first, just because I've got it on the tip of my tongue. Do it. Um, Spider-Man and Guardians have both had footage shown at Comic-Con, but the, the footage hasn't yet been released officially. I did.
2: I, uh, I, I hadn't noticed anything come out of
1: it. Okay. The, these things tend to get leaked eventually because there's already, always somebody that's got a bloody camera stuck in a turban like um, on The Simpsons <laughs> or some kind of fake eyeball but it's not I can't remember
2: yet. yeah I can't remember the last last comic con there was a trailer released oh it's for Deadpool yes and it was it was handheld and it was an absolute shit quality video but then but still still got later, me excited a few days yeah.
1: later they released the full one but apparently they're not letting any of this come out so the the Spider-Man one they also had a panel and it's been confirmed after months of rumors that Michael Keaton is playing the vulture Yes, which is good. I mean, again, not exactly a very well known, a, a very well. Oh no, secret. it's
2: no shock, but I think it's going to be. It's great casting. That's great, really casting, is. Because
1: Michael Keaton coming in, huge. I mean, gigantic, mega star. As far as I'm concerned, he, yeah, he's, he is. He's a big guy. They, they showed some footage, and it's it showing the, the the regular trials and tribulations of a fifteen, sixteen year old kid in high school. they they've cast some of his friends in there, so it's going to be. There's elements of it that are going to be quite normal and grounded, and it's going to focus just as much on Peter Parker as it does on Spider-Man. The, I think. I think it's abuses. going to be
2: really modern. I think it's going to be a really modern film. I, I don't if you know what I mean by that. I think the editing and the visuals, the soundtrack. I think you know it's it's probably going to be typical Marvel, but I think it might go even more trendy and beyond that because. It's gonna be aimed at a slightly different market, I think
1: but, i mean it's this market. is gonna be more this is gonna be more accessible to younger people because if you think it, it if, if you're gonna if you're sixteen and you're watching this without making us sound like the old bastards that we are, people will be watching it going well yeah, you know i I feel a little bit crap, you know when I've had a shit day in school, but bloody, I'll imagine doing that, and then you were up till two in the morning fighting bad guys or Whatever, you know, all, all the extra pressure that's on him, and the fact that he's got to lie to his best friends and he's got to lie to his, to his family about why you can't meet people for tea and why you can't go out and <laughs> stuff like that. And, you know, he, all, all the normal stuff that you deal with compounded 10 times over by the fact that he's taken on this responsibility. As he said very briefly with his, his interactions with Tony Stark, you know, he, he feels like he's got to do this. Because yeah. it, it, without using the awfully cheesy phrase, you know, about his responsibilities and all the rest well, of it. Well, exactly. So we, yes. we, we, I think it could even turn out to be quite psychological, you know, about the, about. Yeah. What, how do, how does a 16 year old. Take Spider-Man on the always the treads
2: the, the psychological route there, doesn't it? So I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, I, you know, I think we're excited uh, oh, about it. The, the prospect's, prospect's going to be great of, of how good it's going to be. Is it out summer next year or is it a bit early?
1: It is July day? next year. So, oh, it is it July? So we good. are officially less than 12 months away from what, I what would is say pretty much I remember, nailed on to yeah. be the best Spider-Man film ever.
2: Well, probably. Um. So I remember, like, I was doing the preview for this year. So obviously, uh, we've covered Doctor Strange. Um, we're doing a Suicide Squad preview next week. So I mean, there's obviously new footage and and new
1: releases. Do you want to touch on anything? No, I think we'll we'll leave that. We'll all all we'll say is for for any of these things that we're talking about. If you want to find them, they're all over YouTube. If you just search whatever, you know, Suicide Squad, oh, yeah. and you'll find it. It's not well, a if you go that to go to
2: IMDb, it's flooded, like literally trailer for each film and and series and the new flash trailer and and all that kind of stuffs on there. So it's it's pretty accessible.
1: Yeah, um, and staying with yeah. Marvel, um, similar to what they did for Spider Man, they they did a, a panel with some previews for Guardians, yes. uh, Guardians Two. Now this one. In terms of the films that are in development, that, I mean, Doctor Strange is basically done. They'll, they'll be putting the finishing touches on the scene. Oh, uh, yeah, it will be, be all but done. Yeah. But um, Guardians is, is underway now. I think last time we mentioned that Chris Pratt had just finished his scenes. I don't. Wow. I don't think anyone else has finished theirs because a lot of the other people presume they're the ones that need them more. That surprises
2: me. But it's been in production. It's been in. It's been in production a while actually, hasn't it? Because they they showed those
1: early. It's Been a couple of months.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been it's been two three months. Yeah, because director's name James uh, Gunn. James Gunn. He's not one to kind of. He, he's a big fan of the old social media and Instagram and, and the rest of it, isn't he? So he, yeah, he's often... it's one of,
1: the, one of my most likable things about him. He loves. Just keeping people involved. He obviously knows that people want just a nugget, and all it takes is just just a photo of Zoe Saldana dressed up as Gamora, just so you know that it's on. Just a picture just, of, of. Just a so you
2: lose your shit, yeah. Yeah, ju- just office, to yeah. let
1: you know it's going on. But the, the, they, they've covered some of the things off. They've finally confirmed who Star Lord's dad is. Now, this means nothing to me, having never read Guardians, but his name is Ego. And he is a living planet who, oh, apparently, Jesus. he's a planet with a fucking face, but he's managed to form himself into a body, and that body just happens to be that of Kurt Russell. And, oh, my God. And, and if they,
2: anyone can make it work, they can make it work, but that sounds
1: ridiculous. I, I, I must admit, when I heard the phrase, the living planet, I thought, well, that must just be a nickname like Drax the <laughs> yeah. Destroyer or something, but no, it's a living planet, wow. an actual planet, so... they've confirmed that that's his dad. He has a bit of an interaction with Star-Lord and the the back and forth was along the lines of, he's like, who are you? And Kurt Russell says, well, I would have thought that my rugged good looks would give it away, I'm your father. And there's there's more, uh, Groot starts off as baby Groot and at some point he ends up in a Ravager's uniform. So you've got little teeny weeny baby Ravager Groot. It looks like Yondu is temporarily aligning himself with the Guardians because he's traveling with them.
0: That's and, interesting. And
1: Michael Rooker's got something different on now. Apparently, Yondu in the comics has got like a, a mohawk, like a, a fin on his head, and he didn't yeah. have it in the first film, but he does in this one. Michael Rooker put a picture up the other day of it. So he they've changed his look a little bit to make him. He's gone uh-huh. like pure hundred percent comic book now.
2: As long as he, as long as he gets plenty of screen time, because Yondu in the first is just a brilliant character. He's just. I mean, Michael Ruckers, he's such a great actor.
1: Um, He'll always be male to me. He will will always always be male to
2: me as well. And he's he's literally always on the edge. He's he's psychotic, do you know what I mean? He's the kind of guy you wouldn't cross because you can kind of feel that presence, do you know what I mean, from him at all times. Do you know what Um, I'd say
1: he is? He's an absolutely brilliant bastard. Yeah. He plays a really good character that you're just like, oh, you are such a dick, but don't stop because you're really good. He's a
2: likable dick, isn't he? He Yeah, exactly. And Chris Pratt's got a similar kind of trait with that in a slightly different way because he just piss you off all the time from being damn annoying, but you'd still think this guy's a likeable dick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a film full of them, really. Um, so it's, but it works, and it works so, so well. I think that, that film's going to be the biggest film of next year, got a feeling. In terms of mainstream release, I think that'll be huge, huge, huge next year. Yeah. Maybe Spider- oh, Spider-Man, but... I don't know. They'll they'll run it close, probably. We'll see. We'll see how it scores. But yeah,
1: think, so yeah, we are wrapped with Marvel, I believe. Um, um gotta be wrapped. Aren't yes, There's always we are. Of Marvel. So that seems like a logical time for us to take a little break. Good choice. You're listening to the End Product
0: Podcast. You are listening. To the
2: The Anfield Index. Index podcast channel. The Anfield Index podcast channel. And we're back, so we've got a couple of
1: options. I think we can talk Walking Dead or we can talk DC. We met, yeah. Let's do Walking Dead before I put the DC pants on.
2: Nice. Okay, so Walking Dead.
1: It's I a, thought, it's a good teaser.
2: I thought it was a great trailer because. It's really limited with with certain actors obviously that they can or can't use because of the cliffhanger from, from the last uh last season obviously. So the the start of the trailer is very much about reminiscing uh about who Negan is going to use Lucille on, uh, dripping blood that it is. he is he, so harrowing, do you know what I mean? He's but he's so likable, isn't he? I mean the comics everybody's Favorite character, almost.
1: Um, He's a very good villain. Yeah, very, very. Everyone good Everyone
2: loves a good villain. I, and, I mean, and we that speak clearly, clearly do.
1: at the in the final episode. That that little monologue that he did was absolutely gripping. It was yeah. just, it didn't want him to stop. I wanted to go on for him to go on for another ten minutes because what you were saying, but the way you were saying, the, the the sort of pantomime feel he had the when he was delivery is just
2: perfect. Yeah, it it's
1: really just was. Just perfect.
2: And I think, it, you know, it just brought it all back. I've not rewatched that last episode. I think I probably will at some stage. I have. It's just, it's incredible. I mean, the whole episode I thought was great. I, I liked the last season. I think this season could go on and be truly special. I know Marco... Uh, I've already name dropped once but we're going to get him back on and do seasons four to six but I know he's excited about the upcoming series I didn't know whether they do Ezekiel and Shiva the tiger which they are doing it looks like they're the guys that are all dressed up in the random uh, kind of padded outfits yeah. like playing Playing a really modern sport, <laughs> um, so they're in there with like the horses, and, and they're the guys that they stumble across. Carol and Morgan stumble across in the last, the last yeah, series. So that's called the Kingdom. What what are his
1: guys called?
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but that's so that's quite prominent in the comics. Um, it's it's another one of the potential uh, communities that needs to rise up against. Negan and I'm just curious sapiens. by the
1: fact there's a fucking tiger.
2: Yeah, his, his story is equal, Ezekiel. Ezekiel he, he speaks in not riddles, but he speaks in quite, he thinks he's kind of godlike, I think. So he, he was a former zookeeper. And when all went to shit, uh, the, the tiger, uh, was rescued by him. The tiger eats zombies and zombie, uh, you know, the animals are apparently immune from getting the virus. So it's going to be quite interesting their cdi budget is going to explode it would yeah. seem if they use the tiger very often but they probably won't
1: it, it, i think it will at first it's probably going to be something like you'll just hear a growl in the background won't you want to be like yeah. what the hell's that oh don't but worry, probably that's a lot, Shiva. Of,
2: lot of clever camera angles and you know close-ups of zombies getting eaten but not showing the tiger that yeah. kind of stuff but I, I think it's going to be cool that so might that have storyline
1: that might have actually now taken the uh the prize as best weapon on The Walking Dead, because for so oh, long it's now gotta it's, be... it's been Michonne with a katana. You can't really better a fucking tiger that eats oh, zombies. Imagine
2: Michonne with the tiger. Now that is a combination. Maybe <laughs> she'll ride
1: Shiva <laughs> into battle one day or something. She cuts <laughs> their like... heads off and Shiva eats the remains. Like Thundercats. If that doesn't happen, I'm pretty much going to cry now. That'd be awesome. Just, be, um, just before I... we move away from this, quick yes. prediction from you, who gets lucille yes. sealed? Who gets Lucille? I
2: don't think they're going to do Glenn, as they did in the comic books. Um, Was it Glenn in the comics? I think it was. It was. So, and I don't think... I mean, I'm not sure about this. There's talk that he wouldn't hurt a woman, Negan, and he's against that. So I'm not sure. And it won't be a kid. I hope it's not someone peripheral. I just want to say that. Uh, The guy who introduced them to their community you know the yeah the guy i can't remember his name remember he's, he's his name that matter. peripheral ju- i
1: hope it's not him i hope it's not they'd also get flack if he did that because he's gay there would be a lot of comeback there's there seriously would there would be a lot of comeback of oh typical yeah. you've got a, a sort of semi-prominent gay character he's been very open and then he gets his head stoved in with a baseball bat they might do that.
2: I wonder whether it's going to be Abraham.
1: Abraham's my pick. I, I've been saying for a while. I, I just think because Abraham, he's so happy.
2: I, I think Abraham from you know from quite early doors. You know he's he's in the comics. I think he does. He's already perished. I think so. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think they'll do the the, the nerdy guy, the wimpy guy. that I can't remember the name. Oh, of. Oh, you do? Eugene. I don't no. think they'll do Eugene. Well, again, as it's, you
1: said, he's a, he's a, a peripheral character. He, he doesn't really offer anything He's anymore.
2: peripheral. There's talks he learns how to... Uh, well, he gives some plans, but he he can produce bullets because he, he's quite intelligent deep down. But he handed those order. over
1: to Abraham, so he, the one it, thing that he could offer, he's actually got rid of.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm not sure. I, I, I still really... I don't. I don't think it'll be Daryl. I think Daryl's still got Good Lord, a lot be to offer. Civil
1: unrest if they ever did that. Their words,
2: It, it won't be Carl. It won't be Rick. If they um, kill him
1: off, we fucking riot. We're marching over to America somewhere. I, I just.
2: I just don't know. It's, it's that's the thing. I really don't because I. I think they might curveball it and just do someone you really don't expect. I, I just don't think they'll do any one major. But it has to. I mean, it's harrowing enough for all of them involved in terms of the storyline. So I don't think whoever it was, it'd it, it affect what story they want to deliver and the, the intensity they're trying to convey. But I think people would be disappointed if it's someone they don't think is significant.
1: I think, yeah, Abraham makes sense because he's significant. He's a valuable oh, I'd, man. I'd hate to lose him, though. I'd hate to lose but, him. But that's the only way it has the impact, isn't it? Like you say, if you get yeah. rid of Eugene, like, well, he doesn't really kill anyone he doesn't really build anything. You know, He he's not a cook. He's not, you, he's you've got to say
2: the one thing I say about it, I hope it's not, not
1: episode one that they reveal it.
2: If they do that, they'll lose a lot of audience. Do you know what I mean? Because I wonder whether they might do all of episode one and just show it right at the end. Cause the, the other stuff they showed in the trailer, I presume is from episode one, maybe two, uh, maybe three max. They rarely in these trailers go much deeper than that. So I think you'll see Carol uh, and Morgan go to that community, the kingdom. You'll see the fallout of, um oh, I can't remember it, but Jesus's community, uh, which Rick was fighting on behalf of, do you yeah. know what I mean? Kind of. So I think you'll see the fallout with that. And I think you'll see Tara and, the other guy that i can't remember his name from the the other community who go off on the supply run in the last series you don't see them There's that's right at the end of the trailer so I, i'd imagine that stacks up most of the first two episodes and then you won't see rick and, and that party involved until later on yeah. a little bit so we'll see but you know I, I think it's going to be great um it's october right we are going to wait till yeah
1: it's which always is a long way for annoying.
2: yeah. I, and what Fear the Walking Dead is done? Is it for a season, or is it another?
1: Uh, I, quite um, frankly, I hope that Fear the Walking Dead is done, full stop, because that second yeah. season was beyond awful. It was just it just never got dire. going. The first yeah, season was yeah. good, but for me, they could have just left it. it. It doesn't need to be every time the Walking Dead finishes, Fear the Walking Dead starts. I think it's just trying to fill works,
2: the AMC wanted to fill their pockets I think is, is a fair basically, point
1: basically yeah, it's, it's a pretty blatant way of doing it but the reason Walking Dead works is because it's been so different so it doesn't need a prequel that's essentially the same thing but a bit shit because, especially with only
2: one character that's
1: remotely interested yeah the kid Nick Yeah, Nick's great. Everyone else is an absolute dick, especially. So Nick's great.
2: Yeah, Nick's great, and whoever plays him, he's interesting. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of back to you. Think. Yeah, I want him to appear in other things. And he does look
1: like a smackhead. He really does.
2: He does. Yeah, he plays it. He plays it exceptionally well. But um, yeah, it it just doesn't do much for me. Let's go DC. So huge, huge DC work at this. This. You know, I think most people said DC took it really. Um, I'd probably have.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, Just with the, not not even with the the uh, the the weight of what they've released, but the sheer volume of the stuff they've put out. But then yeah. it's all been pretty pretty big. So start start from the top. it it'll prob- you want to start?
2: Should we start small and build up?
1: Yeah, go on.
2: Okay, so we start small, Gotham. Smallest for me of
1: the DC genre, yeah. um, kind of limping along a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean it's going to happen uh, for probably a few series because I think they've they've got a steady audience. I don't know if
1: they've got big numbers. Yeah, it, it's steady if not spectacular.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I mean we need to cover it. We've got a pod coming up at some point that you know, whenever Nina's
1: it. not swanning off to the other side of the bloody world to be all exactly. like international. These probably won't get released for months while they're swanning off on their world tour. I know. Yeah. And what are we doing? We're sat in Manchester.
2: I know. Why didn't anyone send us to Comic Con?
1: I mean, seriously, man. It's bullshit. You, know, you think when Gags has just got us on a, on a six figure salary on that retainer, you'd think you could at least have given us a jet or something.
2: Exactly. At least, at least, business maybe first class upgrade on it. Yeah, on not Fridays. not
1: pleb class would be on that. Those days are behind us now.
2: I know. Not even premiums. We, we want to go business. <laughs> first.
1: Um, anyway, so uh,
2: and they, yeah, they did not really
1: show anything, did they, with Gotham again? It, it was no more one, of a, it's no, coming. Can I be
2: honest? No one really gives a shit. I, I don't want to be harsh on Gotham, and I probably will be when we do the pod on it because it's just it's a weird series. I mean, it's it's got some merits, and it it does it does draw you back in, which is really weird for a series like that because I thought. When I watched the first series, I'd, I'd given up on it about halfway in. And I said, all right, I'll give it another go. And it got better. And then the second series got quite dark and got more interesting. But then the, the, the end of the second series just got ridiculous.
1: And the end of the last episode made absolutely oh, no sense. That, that to me, just I, I thought the second season was very, very good quality throughout. It got much better. Until and then the that last, last, last kind of,
2: yeah, I think the last three or four. It uh, started to, to wane a little bit. They were
1: really struggling. <laughs> wane. Wane. With... Really? Um,
2: started to struggle a little bit on the storylines and just started to really go off Do you know what really a little got me?
1: bit. Yeah. Fucking Fish Mooney.
2: Oh, no one wants Fish Mooney. Awful, I, awful. I, I, I think Will's tried to divorce her many a time and can't get rid of her. But the whole, you know, no one wants Jada Pinkett Smith in anything. She's just, Fish Mooney's probably the worst character, I would say, produced in any of the series
1: we discuss. Yeah. I'd, Hands I'd, down. I'd go for that. And, and the worst thing is that she's made up specifically for the shows, and you can only imagine you would only ever do that if you knew that you had an absolute slam dunk of a character played by a brilliant actor or actress who was universally adored, and, they, and you knew this character was just going you know, to write the checks, and this was going to be yeah. an extra million people. She can't act. The character's shit, and I was actually made up when she died. Uh, yeah. I
2: you hope know, she she yeah, you know, I, I don't think they confirmed she died until this series they like later in yeah, um, it.
1: Yeah, it was very much open ended. All she saw was she fell off a thing into some water. But of course, as oh, we saw with the the great man himself, Harold Bishop, falling into water doesn't <laughs> mean anything. You, you can always yeah. come back from a bit of a song. No, but what, she
2: was dead, and then was, wasn't she brought back to life by the old
1: mad professor? Yeah, she was, she was brought, brought back by Hugo Strange, but they'd never yeah. confirmed that she was dead until we no, saw her body. And they just, it, it,
2: felt, it felt like most of Gotham, which is just like a randomly scripted show where they just turn up on one day and go, actually, that doesn't really work. Let's rewrite the whole fucking thing and just make it up as we go along. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, god, I don't know if I should do that part. I'm just going to be aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: will tell you what before um, before you get so angry that you start chewing through your microphone. Why don't we move swiftly away from Gotham?
2: Should we should we move briefly
1: onto Arrow because uh, uh,
2: again we just
1: wash over it quite quickly. So what new suit introduced? Yeah, Arrow. there's there's going to be a new suit. We're going to get a new We're getting a new team Arrow as well. Cause, How
2: are we? I didn't really see the, yeah. the, the hype around that.
1: Well, well, what what's happened is, if you remember at the end of it, I mean, Diggle has reenlisted. Yes, because he, he he feels that he, he can do better, you know, in a, a recognised unit than he can operating in the shadows. Thea doesn't quite trust herself, so Thea has taken a step back. But in this trailer, she was in a in a speedy suit. So whether she's going to be sort of in and out, I I don't really know. She's pretty pivotal.
2: I think it's going to be lacking without her in it. If she's not, I
1: think it. so as well. Cause I said several times last year, I thought that she had the best fight scenes of, of any, even better than Stephen and Mel. Her and yeah. her stunt woman, stunt girl, whatever were, were very, very, very good. And some of the moves they hadn't. She seemed to be the one that was doing more of the high flying stuff. Like the best scene of last season was when Black Canary's riding a motorbike. And Stevie's yeah. on behind it, and she leans backwards over the back wheel and shoots an arrow at some of the the ghosts that are following. Me. That is yeah. my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in Arrow. Full stop. Just because you're I th- going. I what?
2: think she was probably the only. Her and Black Canary were probably the only things that kept me interested for a period, actually, because I I would say season four was was much weaker. I think the script work really struggled a little bit and I think having one villain who wasn't even that interesting throughout kind of kind of got it he
1: had bits didn't he I mean Damien Dark was an interesting character but not as the big bad he would have been better if he was working for somebody else
2: yeah exactly and I'd say it all got a bit we we talk about psychological you know the, the mystical elements things but I don't think they
1: did it particularly well. They went they uh, on it a bit too much. They I thought really the time on the did. island as
2: well was just really shit in that series. They've they
1: drawn that out too much because they've they've been back and forwards now, and they've really told the Oliver. You can't story. keep
2: going. I mean, five years like you can't keep going back to the island. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
1: It's it's got to, it's got to change. That, that it was quite it's thing. quite
2: interesting when he was he was in Hong Kong and they they mixed it up a little bit. You know, yeah, well, then, all the uh,
1: interactions with Argus and stuff where you saw him. You know, he, he sort of had to go back to his career yeah. Ways. He was
2: dealing with Amanda Waller and all the kind of stuff like that. So
1: yeah, that was alright. But
2: yeah, I, I, I'm I'm disappointed. Arrow still exists, to be honest. I mean, they wrapped it well. I think the script will struggle because I think they struggled last season. It felt very much like they've they've used all their ideas up. And it used to be edgy. Do you know what I mean? I thought it used to be you know you compared to the Flash, and I thought it used to be quite edgy quite dark, quite different. And I thought it became a little bit dull in the last series. So I, I, I'll still watch it. I'm happy to, to give it a go and I hope they 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 find a way to make it work and make it a bit more fresh. But I think audiences started to lose a bit of interest last season. Yeah. So I think The Flash kind of, speaking of which, kind of gained in momentum and I think The Arrow kind of struggled a little bit. So I think Flash, well, Flash is, is very exciting the trailer it
1: is, is. It's, a, it's just incredible really can i just quickly segue um just before we we wrap up arrow uh, yes. it's been confirmed now katie cassidy aka black canary has been confirmed she's now a series regular across the entire flower verse so she's going to be on all of the shows <laughs> so the, there's the potential and this is where it links almost seamlessly in this could be as a direct result of what's happened in Flash. This could be as a result of Flashpoint.
2: It could be. It could be. I don't think... We're going to not talk Legends, are we? Or do you really want to talk Legends? I'll
1: very briefly... Oh, there's one other thing I forgot about. When I mentioned before about Arrow, there's going to be a new Team Arrow. We're going to see Artemis, the girl that took over the mantle of Black Canary when she stole the tech. She's going to be brought in, presumably, as Thea's replacement, and she's taken up the mantle of Artemis but they're completely rewriting her backstory because Artemis is a bit of a convoluted one. Anyone that's watched Young Justice will recognise her. She's the young female archer. That
2: rings a bell, actually. And and anyone, if
1: you've not watched Young Justice, brilliant cartoon, well worth it, although you'll get to the end of the third season and you'll cry because it got cancelled and everyone's petitioning for Netflix to pick it up. But anyway...
2: Do you imagine how many petitions Netflix get? Do you know what I mean? It's like the go to of all of all forgotten series, isn't it? Basically, <laughs> so, yeah. So like all the, the ones like Constantine and, you know what's the one on Amazon Prime? Um Preacher.
1: I haven't watched that. Uh i I've, I've yeah. kind of fallen out with Preacher a little bit. It's not really it's it's not really doing wonders for me if I'm being no. honest
2: that's fine but that's what i'm saying there's a lot of series that, that you, you can see they, they have bright ideas for it and think it's going to work and then it's in the hands of the wrong people wrong actors wrong script writers whatever and you, you watch it and go "Ah, this is pretty shit i i think I, i'm a little bit anti-legends
1: but you can you know some of our you know, well i'll i'll do a, a very brief one I mean, it, it, at the end of it they introduced a new character and for some reason his name has just completely gone out of my head. It was Rex Tyler aka Fuck what's his name? Oh no. Just make
2: it up, no one wants to oh, be. Our that man. Man.
1: He, he's Our, Our, man. Our Man and Our Man is one of the classic members of the Justice Society.
2: Does he have a giant watch?
1: Yes he does. <laughs> but he's <laughs> are you serious? No. Of oh. course I'm not. But the the, the second ta- the episode of the second sorry start again, put me fucking teeth in. The title of the second episode of the second season is The Justice Society of America. So they are doing a JSA arc, which is good. I mean, you're talking going back to like the the 40s, 50s, and yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the golden age of DC comics. So that's going to be quite good. But as, Just so as, they
2: don't murder it, mate, because they might well
1: do. <laughs> they might do. I mean, they, they have confirmed that a couple of other members of, of the JSA are going to be in it. It's, it's just it, it, too many characters man they the, throw too much at it and and the the villains now it's going to be the, the Legion of Doom sadly not the Legion of Doom from the wrestling that would be that, fucking amazing do you know
2: what I would have watched it yeah. if
1: that was the case I would have watched
2: it but as you said eh, sadly not
1: yeah so they're introducing um, Stargirl and Obsidian but the, the Legion of Doom now is going to be made up of Damien Dark Captain Cold <sighs> malcolm merlin oh. and the reverse flash
2: see other than the reverse flash that just sounds like like a pity party man. but that, that and just sounds...
1: bearing in mind it's matt letcher it's not going to be tom Kavanaugh. it's actual eobard thorn it's not eobard thorn masquerading as. um oh of course it's not
2: oh god it's dull then yeah, yeah no it's not right you know I, honest to god i those kind of series, I hope, work when they, they produce them. But they feel like someone just wants to make money. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like almost cheap, gimmicky, you know, here's a few actors that have done well on the series. Uh, it's kind of with Arrow, the way they brought back, uh, what was, the, was she called? The Black Canary uh, thingy sister before they killed her off.
1: Um, um, Katie Lowe uh, Sarah, yeah. Sarah Lance
2: yeah so like any excuse to bring her back and then put her into another series do you know what I mean like any excuse to bring this character back because I don't know it, it didn't work out necessarily in the other series or it wasn't that and, I, it and just she feels was that, fucking yeah. brilliant
1: she had some cracking fight scenes and
2: she had some great fight scenes some great episodes but you know the way she got reintroduced to be killed off and then it just all felt a little bit contrived and it just When you watch a series that's affected by something else, so Legends obviously affects Arrow and Flash a little bit, that annoys me because it's taken away the quality from those series because it's using those series to create something else and make more money. I know they've got to do that, but I just don't know if Legends really need, you know, needed to be made, personally.
1: But well, I think it's going to go after this season. I, I don't yeah, see it. I don't it see, won't it see it any longer. not
2: they... People watched a few and I don't think many people stuck with it. Um, only really loyal people like you and Gags.
1: Yeah. So mo- moving swiftly away from Legends to something that we do actually have a raging um, trouser <laughs> Raging for.
2: what for? Jesus.
1: Yeah. Um, Flashpoint. The, the this is an, a lot of the other ones have only been teasers. This one's an actual trailer.
2: It's a full trailer. So yeah, very we, good trailer. We've too. now
1: been introduced to the world after Flashpoint. So Barry is shown with his ideal life. You know, he's got his mum and dad, and um, everything seems to be good. But then all of a sudden, as happened, anyone that's seen the animated film Flashpoint Paradox will will get this. If you have seen it good on you, watch it again. If you haven't seen it, you're awful and you should watch it twice. Oh, cheers. Barry, Barry's mind, it is a bit weird. He can remember the world before Flashpoint. Yeah, you can see is,
2: that even in the trailer, can't
1: you? Yeah, it, his memories start sort of consolidating, so he's it, like he, he remembers the old and the new, but they're trying to occupy the same space, so it really messes with his head. So in Flashpoint, they're not doing this on the TV, so this isn't a spoiler. The, the world that gets created, Bruce Wayne gets killed in the alleyway, not his mum and dad. So Thomas nice. Wayne, his dad, becomes the Batman. But he's older, he uses guns, he's very, very violent. And he goes to find Batman, he goes to, uh, to Wayne Manor and he gets confronted by Thomas Wayne and, and what have you. They're not doing that in the TV show, but he explains to him, well, I'm gone. in my world, Bruce lives, you get killed and and then he starts having these massive headaches where the two worlds are sort of fighting each other, and we've seen that in the in the trailer. So he, he I, goes,
2: I would say they gave a, a lot away in that trailer. Don't
1: you think? They they, they did give quite a lot away. It, one of the things that was quite sad was right at the end of last season, him and Iris agreed they finally both admitted that they were in love with each other. Yes. But that they it now wasn't the right time. But now after Flashpoint, they don't know each other because. Barry's Barry's mum didn't die, so his dad didn't go to prison, so he didn't get adopted by Joe. He's not a part of the family. Yeah, Joe doesn't know him
2: either as well, as it's it's shown in the trailer. So
1: he's just another
2: policeman to him, and he's just another guy. I don't know if he
1: still works for the police department, because what drove Barry to be a CSI was because he wanted to be able to investigate his mum's murder. So I I think I don't even think they've met. So he's never met Iris, the love of his life. We've then seen Wally. I
2: think they they meet obviously in the trailer, um, and she, there's signs that she knew him from the past. I mean, and then there's a lot of talk about, who's the villain, who's the villain that talks a lot in the trailer? Do we know?
1: Um, There's a couple, there's uh, Dr. Alchemy is one, and then there's there's the the Wiener kid from um, Harry Potter, Tom. Ah, oh, it may have
2: been him, actually.
1: Is it, is it Felton, Tom Felton? Yeah, it might be him. So, but we uh, don't know who he is yet. And then they've also shown the other speeds to the guy wearing the black suit that the onset photos leaked of. Nobody knows who he is. He might be inertia. He might be the black racer. He might be the black flash. We don't know, but yeah,
2: I, it's going to be interesting, man. I mean, from my perspective, what the trailer shows, you know, from a non comic book perspective, it's, the first half of the of the series, it's probably leading up to the fact that it's a false, you know, false life, and I I think he's going to come to terms with the fact that actually, that's not what he he wants, Do you know. What I, mean? I think he what he want his old life back. You know and he, he what I mean?
1: starts to so, tell people, doesn't he? Because you hear his dad, you hear John Wesley Ship saying to him something like, "This isn't a real world. This is it's just a mirage."
0: Yeah, so exactly. he
1: obviously starts divulging to people what's happened, and these people sort of accept that what he's done. While great for Barry, it's not right. It isn't how the world is supposed to be.
2: No, and it's going to affect other things, and that obviously be villains involved in that way. And we see the um,
1: uh, what's the the boy speedster called? Uh, Kid Flash. Kid Flash. Well, I assume it's going to be Kid Flash. He he could just be that in in the Flashpoint world. Wally West was the one who,
2: yeah, who got, true. so
1: he could just be the Flash, but he's wearing Kid Flash's outfit, so I hope he Yeah, he, he was goes. wearing
2: Kid Flash's outfit,
1: so you think he might well be involved yeah. uh, as Kid Flash in some new parallel
2: universe. I think they'll do the first nine episode or whatever it runs for, and then they probably
1: might switch it up. I, I think it that. might even be less than that, but th- there's also the bit where he, he he reveals himself, doesn't he, in a non-sexual way, unfortunately, to, to Iris, and she's yes. what, it's something like, you know, we meant something to each other where you're from or we were something more than friends where you're from. So he's clearly explaining to people what's happened and she's presumably going to be another one, another big advocate of, look, you, you've you got to set this right. You can't let the world exist in this, this false Yeah, Yeah,
2: and I, I think, I, yeah, you're right. You might not even take the full half of the, 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 the series to get to that
1: point, do you know what I mean? So My worry is if they do that, it's going to feel really drawn out.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. We'll see. I I I think they'll do it quicker than maybe I expect. So hopefully, anyway, because I I think you were getting somewhere with the story. So hitting the reset button is a little bit frustrating, you know.
1: Yeah, it, that's why I hope they don't make it a whole season thing. But you, you know, yeah. Excuse me. What they could do is they could do um by the halfway point in the season, it's gone back to normal, but there's some kind of echoes where. This guy in the black suit, if he's the black racer or the black flash, he could have followed Barry back through to his world and he could then become the back half big bad. You know, he could we'll be. See. He, yeah. he could be sort I of think he didn't want another
2: speedster, so we'll have to see what happens with the
1: villains. Yeah, because otherwise they've just gone three series with three different reverse flashes. They can't keep doing that. And they will just get tight They will lose a lot of fans because they'll just say, right, so every year it's just going to be the flash versus the new fast guy." Yeah,
2: I know. And the the Arrow obviously tried to mix it up a little bit, but I, I think that kind of failed. So I know they're probably thinking about sticking to a winning formula, but you don't want to keep repeating the same same thing we've seen it all before do you know what I mean so yeah I, I want it to be original and, and
1: interesting and I think it will be They've, they, they seem to be getting stronger and stronger um, they do and yeah I think that that leads us from from one speedster they on to another if we uh, if we we look at the first of the two really big heavyweight trailers from can we from can DC. we talk
2: Ezra Miller because yes I, I had a bit of a debate with someone on on Twitter the other day uh, they saw 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds of Ezra Miller and were convinced that he was suddenly a brilliant flash.
1: And yeah. I think they almost argued he, they were better than Grant Gustin. He may well be. He, he, Did he surprise you? Because he surprised me. He I'll surprised me negatively because I didn't like the bit where where he was like, Bruce asks him about joining and he just goes, yes, because I, 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 I just need friends. I really didn't like that. Barry Allen... He's a, he's nerdy and he's a very clever guy, but they've made him look a little bit socially inept and awkward. And he's not, yes. you know, he's the jokey one. He's the he's the wise he's a member of the Justice one. League. Yeah, he's he's, he's light hearted. Yeah. He's always got a great back and forth with with Hal Jordan. And I didn't like the way they depicted him. I fucking hate the suit. I absolutely despise See, that That's,
2: that's funny because people people again were saying, you know, I don't know. I've seen. Both pictures of the Flash TV and then the Flash, you know, film and that people are raving about it because of the quality of it. It bollocks.
1: Right. The Flash's outfit is made of a special material that's friction resistant. That's how he's able to run and it makes him streamlined. He is wearing fucking armor, which seems to be bolted onto him. That's not wind resistant. It's futuristic. That's the ca- you go into battle wearing armor. You don't break the speed of sound wearing armor. I mean, I, I'm, and don't get me wrong, Grant Gustin's one is a bit poo. I don't like the fact that his suit looks like it's leather. but
2: Sometimes, sometimes it looks okay, right? But Sometimes it does look like a PVC thing he's got from a bondage shop. Yeah. And I'll be honest.
1: It, it, it should have been spandex. It should have been because that's what the Flash wears. But that's just me being a bit of a purist and a massive twat, which <laughs> I accept I am. But I'm willing to give Ezra Miller the, the benefit of the doubt so I, far, I think
2: the haircuts, it, strangely, actually made a difference for me. because He looks like a he,
1: twat without his hair all up, like moose. He,
2: yeah, he, he wasn't. Whenever I've seen him, right, I told you to watch a film called Trainwreck. If anyone's seen it, it's a good film. It's a really funny film. Um, uh, it's got Amy Schumer in it. She writes it. It's a comedian in the States. Um, oh, yeah, that's uh, one with
1: John Cena in, isn't it?
2: Yeah, John Seymour's in it. Um, John Seymour's really good in it as well. And it's got... Oh, I can't remember his name. He's got one of the policemen out of Superbad in it, if that's a hint at all. Um, I'll find his name because it... Oh, Bill Hader came to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a massive Bill Hader fan. Um, Big Saturday Night Live guy, but he never really got a a main role. And so he's a kind of lead guy in this, and she's a lead girl. It's really funny, really dirty... She's very foul mouthed, Amy Schumer. So it's a good film worth watching. Uh, Brie Larson as well, if you want to have Ooh. a hint there. But Ezra Miller's in, a, in it as a, like an intern at this, this magazine that she works at. And he's a right little bitch in it. You know, whiny little fucker. And <laughs> she takes him home and they start, he's got safe words. And it's probably one of the most awkward scenes I've ever seen on the cinema. And from that moment on, I've hated him because I imagine him to be like that in real life. And I'm sure he's not,
1: but if you watch this film, you'll know exactly what I mean. I don't what even I mean. remember him being in it. He had that little impact on me. What train wreck? Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, he's the guy, the sexually assaulted guy that that he screams
2: to his mummy when he gets hit in the face. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. And he's he's doing coke off a forehead and all sorts of shit. Yeah, he's really weird. He's really weird. Um, so from that moment on, I just thought, oh my god, this guy's not going to work in any kind of form of cinema
1: I want to watch. But you know, make up your own mind if you watch that film. But there are some positives that came out that trailer. We Yeah, we, we, we are. were we were pretty bowled over by Batfleck. Batfleck is a lot I think better than we good. thought. It's all uh,
2: about... I well, a lot better than you thought. I gave him a lot of plaudits before we came into this, I must say.
1: Do you know one of my favourite things about Batfleck? And it's only a little thing. I like the cool. voice synthesizer that he uses.
0: Yeah, it's I, cool.
1: I, I love the fact they've just gone, you know what? It's twenty sixteen. Why would Batman after this guy's his voice? Why doesn't he just do, You know, he's got all these gadgets that do all these amazing things. He's got a yeah. fucking flying jet. Is it that hard that he has something that just synthesizes his voice? And I love the way it makes him sound because it makes him sound more menacing than Christian Bale's, where he just sounded like he needed a box of streps. I bet, man. He just got deeper,
2: didn't he? Deeper, deeper Yeah, as each film went
1: on, he got to the point where it was almost the fucking brown sound. It was that it was just loud. like,
2: mate, just someone give him a pack of Horlicks and just... Sort his throat out because the guy must be struggling. You know, imagine Christian Bell coming off set after doing that. Oh, voice. God,
1: yeah. Yeah, he must have been. <laughs> I mean, he's not exactly known for being must calm been, and polite anyway. He's been he must,
2: necking Lemset by the
1: bucket load. And presumably brilliant. whinging like an absolute bastard as well. Because he's not yeah. exactly, you know, a calm guy, is he?
2: I don't think he's the nicest guy in Hollywood. Uh, no. No. Um, no. But I, I, you know, like the guy a lot. And so,
1: you Jason know. Jason Momoa looks brilliant as Aquaman They've not really shown much of it other than. He picks up Bruce Wayne and holds him up against the wall. So the the showcasing is is strength. Yes. Presumably when the first trailers come out, we are going to start seeing more of his powers, more of his often mimicked powers, like Bruce takes the piss. So Arthur Curry, I I hear you can speak to fish. Yes, he can, but he can also speak to giant squids and sharks and whales and actually cool things, as well as shit things like, ooh, lobster, go and pinch him on the bell end or something. (laughs) Although that'd be quite good if he did that to a really, to Lex Luthor. Right at the end, this little crab comes up and just nips him right on the nads. There you go. That, I'm putting that as an official stew prediction. <laughs> Someone's going to get nipped <laughs> on the genitals. Do we know, you know, with Lex,
2: do, do we know if he's going to be in the Justice League? I think he is because. So in... it's going to be your favourite actor? Uh, uh, yeah. I just think he was given the wrong lines in the wrong cuz I I like him more than a lot of people do as an actor but he do, you know Jesse does divide opinions let's yeah, be honest he did. but they just didn't give him I I'm still worried by it cuz I know you like Batman versus Superman but you're not bowled over by it do you know what I mean like for what it
1: could have been it was moderate I'm not I'm not I don't that's agree it, with that. I don't agree with all the stuff about it being, you know, it was shite and it was the worst thing that's no. ever been done and it was like a war crime. But have you probably not rushed back to watch it? Have you? No, I am going to watch the extended cut because apparently the extra half an hour that they've put in really, really does change. the They tone. probably
2: needed that, actually. Yeah, it probably needed that. Um, maybe it, all the reviews I, I I've I've could... read
1: have said that had they left this half an hour in it would have got more positive reviews because it made it a little bit less ambiguous.
2: Yeah, I think it probably needed that because there were scenes in there where it was so disjointed because it felt so badly cut together. And you that's just all did... it
1: was. Someone yeah. had obviously gone, well, hang on, we've, we've got that. A, B and Too C. If, just take out, if we cut just that. take out B, the rest of it will work and it just hasn't knitted together. As, no, as that seamlessly. was the main
2: that was the main flaw with it, and you know we're honest about that. I, I think so. So that does worry me with the direction of the film, but you know there's still some potential. I think the one that excites me and, and you the most, um, and probably
1: stole the whole thing is is Wonder Woman. Absolutely, my my favorite bit of Comic Con has been that full trailer, and I actually got to see it, um, on the big screen last night when I went to see Batman oh, Killing Joke. Yes, and it looks even better. I mean, it's. You when did you out? Is it next year? Um, I think it's next June. Okay. That's are, an early trailer, actually. They are well underway with uh, with filming this because I think they, they started on this.
2: That seems really late for a film that's that far into production, actually. But, yeah. Hang
1: on. Let me, you know what? I'm going to double-check very, very quickly. Wonder Woman. 2nd of June. There
2: you go. You're
1: right. Yeah, I thought so because I, I saw something the other day. I thought I read something and it was saying, you know, Less than twelve months away, but it it was a long trailer as well, and that's what I a like. A lot of action but, in that trailer, yeah. That, yeah, it showed a lot, but without giving away too much, they they they, they look like they're going down the New Fifty Two route with her origin, where she was created. I think in in that origin story, she was made from clay. No, I'm gone. No, I think that was the original one. She was made from from some kind of a mythical clay. But in the New 52 one, it's like an Immaculate Conception where Zeus has has nailed her mum. But it it turns (laughs) out, I think it's something like she thinks it was an Immaculate Conception, but it wasn't. It was just that her mum had it away with Zeus, but her mum just sort of masked it to make it seem a little bit more magical and mystical.
2: I'd love it if someone just tuned into this pod at this exact moment and just had no idea what we're talking about.
1: Does anyone really have a clue what we're talking about most of the time? It's most You've got to there's
2: some element of,
1: of yeah, yeah you, understanding. Yeah. We, but, we're not one for the logical thinkers, really. No, pe- you do go off on go like,
0: to... yeah, off you you? To...
1: I resemble that remark. So, yeah, they, they start off and you see... Um, oh, what's his name? Would he Chris Pine's character? Let's just call him Kirk. <laughs> yeah, so it's
2: a bit weird seeing him in this, isn't it? Do you w- not think when, that?
1: When Star Trek's out, like now, it, it is now. a little bit weird. Because to me, he has now become Captain Kirk, which is good. because yeah. you know, Captain Kirk is one of the most famous names in films. You know, he's up there with Darth Vader and... I'll be honest, Kaiser I'll, you know, the, the
2: latest Star Trek is actually getting pretty good reviews, or got very good reviews, which I'm really surprised by. It looked absolutely dog shit on the trailers. I didn't but really a form an tempted. opinion
1: based on the trailers. I just didn't see anything that made me either positive or negative. But
2: you, I just saw one of the trailers. It was bizarre, but yeah, it, it'd be it's supposed to be good. So fair play to him, you know, because it's quite hard without JJ at the at the helm, isn't it? Yeah. To get it right. So.
1: So we 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 see him wash up on a beach, and they are they have the little sort of back and forth about she's. She's never seen a man before because in Themyscira, all, all men have been outlawed, and it's an island of women, which is delightful. And he it he, looks good, he obviously tells her about what's going on because he's he's presumably being shot down in a dogfight, and he tells her about what what we know is World War Two going on, and the 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 Amazonians seem to have retreated from the real world because they they just lost faith in mankind. But she believes that with her powers, she can help. But then you see that scene on the beach where you've got the Amazonians on their horses going That's at nice. these guys with guns. And it looks massive. It looks so grand and so it big. It just
2: looks really well done. I, but in equal scale, I think the film maybe looks a little bit smaller in terms of you know, compared to a Batman versus Superman and probably what Justice League will be. I think I think the environment and the elements of
1: it I think it'll knit together well. I think as an individual story, it's going to be really good. Um, and it's going to be very personal because it, it looks like it is going to be delving very, very heavily into the the, the, the backstory of, of her and how she becomes Wonder Woman and, yeah. and what, she, what she's, happens she's, on the island.
2: I know you're a massive fan of Gal Gadot. Um,
1: I absolutely love her.
2: And I think she's really proud of it, and I think that's it's it's great when an actor actress because it's it's a huge thing. I mean, people probably don't realize how big Wonder Woman was, and it's it predates our childhood, doesn't it? I think. Yeah,
1: or, or, well, the, the Linda Carter series was in the seventies, and it was it seventies? Yeah, Wonder, but it was still Wonder shown Woman.
2: a lot when we were kids. Do you yeah, know it what I mean?
1: was. It, it's very heavily rotated, but Wonder Woman is is often. I think she's often a little bit maligned as a character. She yeah. is as powerful as Superman. She, I think
2: I think that showed in Batman versus
1: Superman to an extent. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The, I think they the fact got that. She was able to hold her own against Doomsday. Just gave a little bit of a glimpse, but she is a She's lot. Got some better. awesome powers. Well, yeah. you, you, you had the brilliant bit with the lasso of truth, which is just That's
2: coming back. So that it, obviously it, it's coming back. People
1: might think it's a little bit shit, but when you think one, when you think Batman, you think batarangs. When you think Superman, you think of his laser eyes. When you think Wonder Woman, you should be thinking of the lasso of truth because it's not just as simple as she puts it around people and then says, "Right, tell me what your plan is." It's a big weapon for her. Then she's got a sword and she's got a shield. She's also got the, the shield. The
2: sword is just great, man.
1: I love it. It, it, it. And she looks, she looks as good as Wonder Woman, as Robert Downey Jr. does, as Iron Man, and as Chris she Downey looks perfect. Does. In she the looks world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah spot on from head to toe and the fight scenes look good she looks believable she doesn't look wooden she's quite fluid and i'm more excited about this than i am about a lot of the marvel releases just based on the fact of this trailer i was already excited but this trailer has really really nailed this down for me i think this is going to be like i think it could be their film
2: that kickstarts this because batman versus superman has a lot of critics and, and understandably Rightly. for the size and Rightly scale. So. I, I think if this had come before in a Flash movie and, and Aquaman and stuff, then I think Batman v. Man would have been better. Yeah, um, I agree. And I, and I think they would have got it right over time. I, it felt it just felt wrong and rushed for me. Um, and it's not a bad film, but I think when people try and defend it, and they're right to, I, I think the problem is that it's not that it's not a, a bad film, but what it should be is an incredible film. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing for me. You can't go to a film like that and go, ah, it's a mediocre film. It's one of the biggest stories, biggest budgets, biggest marketing budgets, we bloody know. Huge cast, huge kind of, this is their film, this is what they want to nail. And they didn't really do that. And it did well at the box office, but I think Civil War surpassed it, I hope.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure it did.
2: Civil War did domestically at least because Civil War's only just been beaten by Finding Dory recently um, in the US, uh, which is yeah, understandable really. But um, I think Civil War did exceptionally well, but quite rightly too, because it was an incredible film and so it should be. And that's the thing. I, I hope that this, I hope when they do the individual films, uh, Aquaman, The Flash, Justice League, I, I hope they do get it right. I really do. I think Suicide Squad's going to be great. Yeah. I genuinely do, and we're going to cover that. But I think that, that one, I think that the ego of the director, and the, that's what comes into a little bit. I think with Marvel, it doesn't feel like there's any egos. It feels like they're all kept in check a little bit, and I just don't know
1: if that's the case over um, here. Do you want, want some back? figures? Civil War versus Batman? Go on. Batman versus Superman. According to our beloved Wikipedia, global box office, 872.7 million. Fair, respectable. Civil War, one point one five one billion.
2: Yeah. So
1: it's beat it by a good two fifty three hundred million dollars.
2: And, and the marketing budget was probably half, and yeah. the production budget was probably similar. So yeah, there so, you go. So
1: that that puts Civil War as something within the top ten, uh, I yeah. think. All and the time. thing
2: is, it's not an Avengers film. You know, Batman vs Superman is the pinnacle in in their. It, it's world.
1: basically just yeah. it's it's a half Justice League film, really. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So,
2: anyway, let's let's round things up quickly. Lego movie.
1: Lego well, Batman, Batman movie. Looks Lego Batman Because I didn't think that the Lego movie was as good as everyone tells you it is. But No, Lego it's, Batman it's a weird hilarious. film.
2: right? The Lego movie is a weird film. I know people like it, and it's produced incredibly well. And it's got Chris Pratt. It's got all the elements that I think I should like it for, but the story is just mental, yeah. really. Um, my kids don't like it. Um, good on them. And... And I just, I don't know, kids are quite easily pleased. So if they don't like it, it's quite a telling story because they love, say, Big Hero 6 and all the kind of Wreck It Ralph and modern Disney produced things. And and loads of films, they love all sorts, but they just, the Lego movie does really, really little for them. And Jacob loves Lego, absolutely adores Lego. He's got all the kind of sets and collections. So. I'm hoping this, this one works. It feels quite adult. That's the only thing. So it's even like the Lego movie had those elements that just weren't that for kids, you know. So this trailer and, and general,
1: all the hype around it, I think it looks, it looks great. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. It's probably where I reckon we'll end up doing a bloody review of it, you know.
2: Yeah, well, I hope we do. I mean, I did talk about doing Big Hero 6 at some point, and people are go, oh, yeah, this and the other. But it's a Marvel film, and it's legitimately one of the best films of, of, you know, of that style. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I love it, man. So I think, and that's going to be a sequel, and I'll go on and make more, and it's, it's, it's really good. I think those films done right, it doesn't matter what audience or age it's targeted at. I'd much rather enjoy a film than... Than sit here and panic and be pissed off about it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I I think I think all all on board for Lego Batman. I think it looks great. Um, and think is it Will Arnett who voices him from Arrested Development? I think it is. Yeah, and he's just brilliant. I mean, Batman was probably the best part of the Lego movie, and all the superhero elements in the the first film were really good. Actually, I thought is it Green Lantern that always wanted to be close to. Superman or something
1: like that. Oh, Robin. That
2: was was it. Yeah, Jonah Hill was was one of the voices anyway. Yeah, I know I thought that the superhero elements were really good in the in the first one. So I thought if they get that this right, I think it'll be a really good film. I think it'd be really enjoyable. So and it looks great. Yeah. So I think that's us. It was a big. It's a big weekend. We had a lot to talk about. I don't think we even expected to cover this on the pod. We thought we were going to do a news element that we've done before, like fifteen minutes. So. You know, to do over an hour plus as we always do. Sorry, gags, and Nina. It was just quite, quite. You know, shows has been a good
1: Comic Con. One day, Maple will go. One only, day, only, yeah. We'll, if we'll, we ever get rich, we'll, or... we'll work on gags for next year. We'll work on buying yeah. the uh, the official AI copter or something. Yeah, the Babel copter. Yeah, the See, if we can't be trusted with the jet, then it's got to be either the uh, the catamaran or the uh, the helicopter.
2: Yeah, I'm not taking the pedalo.
1: No, fuck that. Uh,
2: that's only for the Irish.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's as they far they as can have that one. Pedalo. All right, this has been really fun. I really enjoyed talking about this. Lots of great films to get T stuck into in TV series probably over the next kind of 18 months or so coming out from this. So it's going to be a good time to be a comic book genre fan. Where to find us?
1: Do you want to do the honours? Yeah, uh, Facebook.com slash AI Comic Pod. Uh, Twitter is at AI Comic Pod, and our lovely website is AIcomicpod.co.uk.
2: Got a really good article from Joey Connors about the Joker on there. Hopefully, we'll have some new content soon. Get some regular guests coming on to our, our shows as well. So Ooh. it's all good. I'd just like to say briefly, congratulations for Stu for his on the box.
1: Oh, thank you. I was actually just going to congratulate myself. Well, that's fine as well.
2: <laughs> so, Stu is going to be hosting on the box. Uh, we obviously run this this side of things. I'm heavily involved in Movie Night, whether Joe Simpson seems to like it or not. I seem to just... Not. Um, not. Yeah. I seem to just gatecrash quite a high portion. I think we've five now. Did an Aliens pod uh, last week, which was really fun. So, yeah, I think we obviously entertainment arm of AI, we're really proud of it. Wanna keep developing it, enhancing it, you know, coming together a little bit. So you might hear a little bit of me on, on the box, but it's it's Stu's show, so I'm not gonna get a crash all the time. And then like I said, with AI comic pod, we're gonna be doing a little bit of comic only and moving away from things and just mixing it up as well. So it's all good.
1: Yeah. And I think that is us for this week. Stay tuned. We'll
2: be in touch soon. Yeah. Take it easy. See you later.